0: man was a very He was made
1: Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the P I'm Casey Krigger. He is Alex Allen. Welcome to the Nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast. A podcast that is uh, has started using Christmas music at the request of my dear mother. Alex, how are you now? Good and you? Not so bad. The Christmas music, uh, you you and my mom have have willed that into existence. I love it. As soon as the calendar flips over to November, it's Christmas music time. Personally, I'm against it. Don't care. Um, but here we are. Yep. World Series ended last week. Yeah, it did. It was sad. Very sad. Because cheaters won. Yeah. They've still uh yet to be punished. The Astros have now won two World Series, got been caught cheating in one, and received zero suspensions for any of the players that did said cheating. Go baseball. Don't worry, they made them fire the manager. And the I think a GM, and don't worry, they still won another World Series, right back
0: at it. Because I mean, that was what only a few years ago, like 2018. Yeah, and they, they got caught like a year and a half ago. Right. Yeah. Oh well.
1: Cheaters. Free won. agency though, heating up. Is it already open? Oh yeah. I mean yeah. So like guys had to like guys are opting out of contracts and stuff now. Right. Winter meetings are ha- happening or about to happen. Yeah. That Phillies lineup that I just talked about being the best in baseball is possibly going to get the second-best position player in baseball, too. Who's that? Trey Turner. Okay. The Dodgers shortstop, former national shortstop. Yep. According to F-War, no player other than Aaron Judge has been better than him since he made it to the league, mm-hmm. which is pretty pretty good. I mean, are the Phillies keeping the rest of their lineup, though? Yeah, they should, and they can, they can uh, put Turner at short. They would slide Bryson Stott back over to second base. Gene Segura is already out. And then you have one of the best lineups I've seen in a whole long time. Okay. Yeah, not so. too bad. And Bryce Harper and Trey Turner were teammates with the Nationals, so right. there's a little connection there. Trey Turner's an East Coast guy. Mm-hmm. He, I forget where he's from, but he played college baseball in North Carolina State, and he really didn't want to go to the Dodgers to begin with, was the rumor, because he didn't want to leave the East Coast. So it uh, seems like the Phillies are a pretty good option there. Yeah. It's like, the phil- the, like if you're talking like East Coast teams with a lot of money, Phillies are probably, a, probably up there, Phillies-Mets, that kind of thing. Uh, Aaron Judge, nobody knows where he's going, except for we know he's going to be Boston Red Sox outfielder. Yeah. Aaron Judge. I'm willing to get into existence just to watch the Yankees fans crumble. Seems like it'll be fun. I've seen rumors the Yankees might sign Justin Verlander, though, so thumbs Kay. down. Thumbs down to that.
0: Absolutely no fun.
1: Big, big thumbs down. Uh Yeah. Someone also talked about the Yankees signing Dansby Swanson, which would lead to the age-old argument of, are the Yankees going to make a player with long hair and a beard shave <laughs> and cut their hair? Didn't Swa- uh, Dansby
0: Swanson like just get to, was it L.A.? Atlanta. He's been in Atlanta his whole career. Who was the guy from Atlanta that left? I don't know anything about baseball. Freddie Freeman. Gotcha. My bad, Colby. I know Colby, Colby is just screaming at me right now.
1: Yeah. Nope. No, you're good. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of free agency about to happen. Jacob DeGrom to the Texas Rangers. It's okay. possible. Um. Yeah, that's all I got on the baseball free agency.
0: College basketball? Back. Back. And big in full swing. Big back. Uh, back. A-Sun got a big win last night. Yeah, Bellarmine. Abs- I mean, I, final score, I think they only beat Louisville by one. But, I mean, they were in control that entire game.
1: They had the funny f- – I don't know why the graphic was the managers wiping the floor, but I loved it. <laughs> I saw it. that because it was like
0: – and the caption was like L's down. It's like, yeah. you know, like Louisville thing is like L's up. Oh,
1: like, the Louisville fans in the comments were like, I used to pull for Bellarmine when they weren't playing Louisville, but not anymore. This is so classless. Like, What do you mean? Stop. What, like, what are you how? upset about? Like, is, is there some kind of story with that or what? They're like, like more offended. They're like not more offended. They are equally <laughs> as offended as Texas fans when the horns go down.
0: Oh, yeah. The that, best the best dagger that the Bellarmine Twitter threw out was Jack Harlow in a Bellarmine jersey. See, I thought it was that or like, I can't even remember what the with the graphic or whatever it was. But it was whenever they said, like, our city, because, you know, both teams are in Louisville. Right. So uh, The Jack Harlow one was pretty funny for me. I was thought good. that was a real big win for the old Knights. Bellarmine's good, too. I mean, like, and they, they have a first-year head coach, because um, the guy that was with them that took him to the, uh, or that won the ASUN championship last year, I can't remember where he went but uh, I think it's like his son took over they have a lot of newcomers but they're they could be the team to beat in the Ason. very well could be. They're the reigning Champs. They
1: are. Uh but also Florida Gulf Coast went to pass nope, went to Southern California
0: and beat USC. Yeah. Um there was a few good upsets for the Ason. Like this was a very good opening weekend for the Ason for a, lo- a lot of teams in the Ason. Watch out for
1: the watch out for ASUN Hoops. Alex would you also like to uh tell the world about Providence Basketball? 1 in
0: 0 Providence. Um it was far too close against Ryder. Um, again, I know I'm not the most knowledgeable person when it comes to, like, small mid-majors or whatever. I don't know what Ryder is. I don't know where they are. Anyways, still, doesn't matter. Providence in, uh, improved to 1-0, and tell the children, starting that all over again. Um, I was keeping up with the game, and it was like Providence was down by, like, five or so late in the second half. And I almost uh, tweeted at Colby, and I was like, are we still supposed to tell the children about this one? And then, you know, they come away with the win, and yeah.
1: The Ryder Bronx are in Lawrenceville, New Jersey. They play an alumni gymnasium just like half the other teams in the country. It holds 1,650 people. Their colors are cranberry. That's. White and gray. They last made NCAA tournament appearance in 1994. When they won the NEC, they were the conference regular student champs for the first time since 95 in 2018. NBA players, never heard of either of them, uh, so we'll skip right on past that. Okay. Anything else you want to know about Ryder University? No,
0: not really, other than the fact that they lost by one. Are you sure? That's all that matters.
1: Uh, okay. Lost by one to the Friars.
0: Yeah.
1: Should we talk about the Ossipy volleyball? Sure. Sure. So uh, big sweep.
0: Yeah. Swept old Kennesaw State right on out of the Dunn Center. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was a Kennesaw State team that came into the Dunn mm-hmm. second in the a Yeah, battling for
1: the regular season title.
0: Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we took them out of it. Yeah, not, so. not, not good for them. So we beat them 26-24 in the first and second set, and then we beat them 25-17 in the third. Uh, Tegan Searing, another hot performance. She had 11 kills on one error in a 435 hitting percentage. Michaela Powell. 10 kills, one error as well with a 375 hitting percentage. Overall, just good game. Offense looked really good against a Kennesaw State team that came in here as one of the better defenses in the a So came in and did what we had to do. Tough day the next day on, on senior day against Jacksonville State. Dropped the three-setter, but that second set now. That, that was one of the most exciting sets that I think I've ever seen. Um, so the second set was 33 to 31. It was the sixth most points for Austin P in a set. Um, we did drop it but i mean we fended off like it was like four set point or yeah four set points could make it five um, jacksonville state's offense was hot all day they hit 365 in it's all tough three to sets tough the team doing that yeah you're not going to win very many like that but so yeah dropped a three setter against jacksonville state still technically in playoff contention right now need a lot of help need quite a bit of help and but, two wins yeah two wins and help exactly
1: uh, beach volleyball, surprisingly, for some people that don't pay attention, played a little fall action. Yep. Well, at least one pair. One pair. We had – We got because we were the OVC regular season champs, mm-hmm. we had a spot in the first-ever American Volleyball Coaches Association Fall Collegiate Beach Championship. You said it's kind of like ITAs, but it's all the teams at one place. Yeah. But it is like the individual pairs championship because you don't do an individual pairs <laughs> championship in the spring. You just have a team title. Right. So in that way it is like tennis doing their fall being their individual title. Right. Title time. Um faced a lot of good teams. The Govs the Govs were like the 64 seed. I mean, we were like yeah, the last seed in it. So we got a t- but you're, we got some tough matches. We played some of the best best beach volleyball teams in the country. Yeah. Uh, it was Chloe McDaniel and Tristan Smith, a freshman and a newcomer, a mm-hmm. transfer. Uh, Who'd they start off with?
0: So they started off against Florida State's Paige Kalkoff, I think is how you pronounce her last name, and then Raylan White. And uh, what are they, Alex? They're Olympians. They are Olympians. They aren't. are legitimately some of the best um, beach volleyball players in the world. The world. I mean, I if mean, you are an Olympian, they, it is the, wor- it is the it world. Is. yeah. the world. Yeah. it is. So, and actually, we actually led in that match early in the first set. I mean, you drop it because, you know, Olympians, duh. But um, honestly... You know, we didn't really face that many teams around us. Like, I know we had a close match against Central Arkansas, which was probably the closest. Um, Also had to play against uh, USC. Um, They were one of the top-ranked teams in the country last year, or one of the top-ranked duos in the country. Um, Lost that one 21.
1: That's Southern California, not South Carolina for anybody wondering. The real USC that, you know, is on a beach.
0: Yeah, exactly. It really Uh, helps for beach volleyball. But, yeah, I mean, we faced uh, pairings like Florida State, USC – uh, Hawaii And then like e- Even like Santa Barbara Who was like You think of Santa Barbara It's like oh That's not a big school We
1: played Santa Barbara too I thought we just or, played Those two in Hawaii
0: No we played I think it was a total of Five different pairings
1: Okay So Hawaii also got the Beach volleyball thing just down Just a
0: item. little bit good At beach volleyball So But yeah it was, it, I mean it, you know
1: I'm sure the experience Was, was The experience was, was worth it was, was worth worth Everything yeah. uh, Alright Shall we talk about
0: football Let's talk about football
1: a uh, 38 to 35 win for the governors at North Alabama and down there in Florence. Uh the start not the best. Down 14 to nothing 6 minutes into the game. Yeah. And uh it's the first time all season the Govs fell down 14-0 to start a game. But but no worries cuz uh 31 unanswered to take the set, to take the lead will really really help you out. Yeah, that it. Uh, we led 31 to 14. North Alabama got back And made it 35 Or no It was 38 to 31 Mm -hmm. No That's not right 38 to 28 Okay And then They got a Touchdown with 16 seconds left To make it 38-35 They recovered the onside kick Two plays later As clock time's winding down They threw it right Right to Shamari Simmons Probably not the best person to pick on. Uh, yeah, nope. He's if you throw it near him, he he will catch it. He he's not a DB because he doesn't catch those. He is a DB that does catch those. Yeah. Team leading three interceptions for Shamari now. He had 11 tackles that ties his career high from the old Miss game. Okay. Uh, Powell, the North Alabama running back, I would like to talk about him. He is good. He's an NFL running back. He. I, I don't know I, if I, I, I don't know if I'll go NFL running back. Okay. He is very good. He is the a player of the year if. You ask me right now. Yeah, he is the first. No team had run for two hundred yards against a Scotty Walden, Chris Cappis defense. Mm-hmm. He ran for two hundred by himself. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty he had good. a bunch of touchdowns. Uh, but Mike Delillo had nineteen completions for 26 yards, three touchdowns. Dre McCray had one hundred six for a touchdown. The Govs are six and zero in their last twelve when Dre McCray has hundred yards. Okay, six and zero when Dre mm-hmm. McCray has hundred yards. That is the rest. Get recipe. the man the ball. I'm telling you, people, listen to me. Get the ball to Dre McCray in space. Good things happen. Throw the ball to number ten, Alex. Yes. What do we do? Throw the ball
0: to number ten. Throw the
1: ball to Dre McCray. Uh, James Burns also had a touchdown. Gels are five and zero oh this season when he scores. Okay. Uh, Kellen Stewart had his second touchdown this season. Kellen was the freshman of the week. He had two catches for eighty one yards, and that touchdown we're talking about a sixty nine yard bomb from Mike Delillo. Let me tell you, Kellen Stewart is a two hundred meter st- two hundred meter track and field state champion in what state? Texas, Kay. he is fast. Yep, he is very fast. He caught the ball and took it the final thirty-one yards. No one was. T- I don't even think he hit the top speed, Dang. and he just cruised around into the end zone. Dre McCray has said on this podcast that in one hundred meters he beats Kellen because he's got the quicker start. But if you go two hundred, Dre Dre said, I'm not keeping up with Kellen. That is insane. That's Cause insane because Dre McCray is very fast. He's very, very fast. fast, and Kellen is Kellen is just as fast. Uh, Jaden Lyles, freshman. Uh, freshman defensive back from Lipscomb Academy in Nashville played for Coach Trent Dilfer, making his presence known on special teams. And how's that? He blocked a punt in the second quarter. Of that punt put the Govs on the North Alabama 46 yard line. It led to a touchdown five plays later that gave the Govs a 10 point lead at halftime. And what did that get Jaden Lyles? A Sun I, Special Teams yeah. Player of the Week. It was a big block punt. And, uh, you know, if you're a freshman, that's. I mean, our defensive backs are very good. Right. We are. D Ford leads the nation. And passes defended. Jeez. Shamari good. Simmons, Ethan Castleberry, you had Cam Ruffin. Corey Chapman's our, one of our leading tacklers. We are very good at defensive back, and getting yourself in on special teams and making a play like that is a way to keep yourself on the field. And special teams player of the week for Jaden Lyles, shout out to him. Yeah. Big play, just doing whatever he can to help the team win. Love to see it. Puts him on the map, and I mean,
0: like you said, I mean, we're stacked when it comes to defensive back, but. You know, you can make you're, you're, making some, you're, making, you're making yourself known there. Yeah, and you can make an impact on special teams. You know, think about what he's going to look like next that's year. How
1: you, that's how you get yourself on the field. I'm yep. excited to see that guy get out there next year because he was a baller down there at Lipscomb Academy. I've been told. Trent Dopher, pretty good coach. Yeah, not not just, pre- a, just decent, a decent little pedigree there. Uh, defense had 11 tackles for loss. Dang, we touched our second double-digit tackle for loss game this season. Had 10 against Murray or 12 against Murray. Excuse me. Uh, Kwame Sutton, Antoine Williams, and Aaron Odom all had two. Aaron Odom's another guy. Uh, And that we have basically our defensive line is two groups. Mm -hmm. It is the starting group of Javon Young, Ray Horton, and Kwame Sutton. And they run three on, three off. And that second group is Aaron Odom and uh, Eric Bentley and Chuck Manning. Mm -hmm. So very deep there as well. But Aaron Odom in that second group got two tackles for loss. His first sack is a gov and forced a fumble on fourth down.
0: And you said he's a second team guy. Yeah, that's a second.
1: I mean, I I wouldn't even call that a second team. It's just – it's like 1A, 1B. Yeah, like, obviously, the, the other three start. That's just how we always start with those other three. But, I mean, defensive line, you rotate so much. But to have two solid groups that you trust to rotate like that, I mean, it's basically, it's basically starters, next guys. Right. Not even, not even backup, I would and say. I mean,
0: that's a, that's a good position to go that deep, too. Because, I mean, like, you know, I know – You know some you people, have to have D-line depth. You really do. But, I mean, to have that many good guys. And, and to be able to bring in to fresh
1: line? legs for a pass rush, right. like Aaron Odom, getting a fourth down, force mm-hmm. fumble. Uh, love to see it. I it's great. The Cubs looking good. To the basketball court. Yes, sir. The men kicked off their season at North Carolina State with a tough 99-50 to 50 loss. Uh, North Carolina State shot 62% from the field. You're not going to do much to anybody, let alone an ACC team, when yeah. they are that hot from yeah. the floor.
0: And, I mean, really, it was – you know, we talked about their, uh, their guard, their sophomore guard, Smith. I mean, he had a good day. I think he had 28 points. Um, just didn't really have an answer for him. Uh, struggled defensively, but – you know you got to put that one behind you now because uh, you got a really good Purdue team that you're going to go face.
1: Purdue team that's receiving votes. Uh, not Painter squads are always tough. They usually have a big European guy in the center. Yeah. I don't know this year what their situation is on seven foot men from Czechoslovakia. Uh, <laughs> they probably got. Excuse one. me, the Czech Republic. Okay. My my apologies. Uh, <laughs> the, yeah, you know, starting at center. It's standing seven foot two from Prague, something like that. <laughs> yeah, uh, usually that or whatever. Um, but no, good Purdue team. Matt Painter, good team up there. Yeah, Purdue's tough to beat, especially at home.
0: I mean, they they've got what I would say probably the best home court advantage in the country. If not, it's really close. You think so? It's really close. how big's that arena? So here's
1: my thing. Here's my thing. Uh, it's not Cameron. I'm not. I'm not even saying that. The place is tiny. Um, yeah. As as small as tight as it is, you can cram as many people in there. It will never be as loud as a Rupp or a Thompson bowling, okay.
0: because it can't beat with twenty thousand people. I mean that's true, but like, I mean I've I've never been to a Purdue game. I've only watched probably two or three Purdue games in my life, maybe like at their home court. But I mean, I'm trying still, to think of what I, what is like that. their their student section is, is mainly what I'm talking about. But like their student section, is they
1: do have a good student section. You are correct about that. I'm thinking maybe Assembly Hall. Because it's just it's straight up and it's loud. Yeah. I I think the intimidation of a big arena, <coughs> where you can just look up and there's just thousands and thousands. Yeah. Twenty I mean twenty thousand up to the top Thompson mm-hmm. Bowling, Rupp Arena, Dean Dome. It's hard it's hard to hard to say that the twenty thousand like loud in an indoor arena is not the best home court advantage I understand why people right. say it's not mm-hmm. but, but I always think that sheer size is going to win in that situation
0: more often than not I don't know we'll see I'll be interested to see what the crowd draw I mean no it's,
1: let me tell you Purdue's
0: not going to be a tough or easy place to play no I mean it, I, is it going to be the hardest place we're going to play all year because I mean you have this Where and then you have Tennessee
1: Tennessee on Christmas break no yeah. students yeah uh, Purdue may have a student section so that'll help probably That will help. Alex? Yes, sir. Your women's team? Got
0: off to a hot start.
1: Big win. Big win. You want to tell us all about it? Of
0: course. So uh, the women kicked off their season on Monday against Cumberland. Uh, They won 81 to 35. The the 46-point victory was the most since we beat Tennessee State by 48 in 2003. So almost 20 years. Uh, the 35 points allowed were also tied for the second fewest in the modern era of Austin P. women's basketball. So since the program was reborn in, reborn in the late 70s. Uh, the uh, 35 points allowed were tied with the 35 points that we allowed against UT Southern last year. Um, honestly, really couldn't do any wrong against Cumberland. Hit 51 or just about 52% from the field, 44% from three, Also allowed the Phoenix to hit 26.7 from the field and just 10% from three on one for 10 shooting. Uh, Yamaya Johnson, 25 points. Kind of grown to expect that from her. You know she's going to drop at least a solid 20 every few games. She was nine for six from the field, five for 10 from three. Also, no hate towards our friends at Cumberland. Or, yeah, at Cumberland. But you could tell that they did not read the scouting report because three of her... Three of Yamaya's three pointers were just unguarded. I mean, she was left wide open in the wing. Got to put a hand in her face. You got to do something. Like, you need to have somebody on her at all times. But, you know, you win by a lot against a team that you should have beaten by a lot. And now we're on to check. That's all you can ask for. That's all, you, that's all you can. So.
1: Is that all that happened last week? I do believe it is. Very busy week. Another very busy week in a uh, string of busy weeks. Yeah. Well, uh, we're going to take a break. And we'll be right back with Kaylee Campbell, an OVC champion on the Austin Peay women's golf team, right after this.
0: Mm, Mm, Absolutely no one knows me better. No one that can make me feel so good.
1: Joining us on the PCAST. Uh, she's an OVC champion and a sophomore on the Austin P women's golf team. It's Kaylee Campbell. Kaylee, how are you doing this morning?
2: I'm good. How are you?
1: I am doing great. How was uh you said you came from a chemistry lab?
2: Yes. So normally we get out early, but today we went right on schedule and so I was basically sprinting to get over here on time. Did so.
1: you uh did you were you mixing chemicals today, blowing stuff um, up? What's going yeah, on? Yeah,
2: we were doing chemicals today. Um Y'all probably don't know any of the chemicals, but we were mixing them and trying to figure all that out, so.
1: Sounds like a blast. Uh, second year of school. Yes, sir. How is that going? Does it feel like you have an idea of um, what you're doing now? Well,
2: I finally do feel like I have an idea. I just recently changed my major for, okay. I guess, the second, maybe third time. But now I actually feel like I'm where I'm supposed to be and doing what I'm supposed to be doing, so well, it, it takes, it, it's a as you relief. There, as long yes. as you get there. <laughs>
1: uh, so we've had a run of sophomores. We've been talking about it now because it's become evident uh, on this podcast. Jada Clark, and then Drew Calderon, Kirsten Monk, Trey Goodman, Tom Bolton, Dre McCray, mm-hmm. Sam Miner, Javon Jackson, Chloe Murphy, Kylie Candle, Kylie Campbell, Denver Parker, Skylar Sheridan, Neil and Jean Jacob Weaver, Payne Elkins,
2: all the way me. To you. Uh,
1: you guys all hanging out in the dorm last year What was, what was going on down um,
2: there We did, we had study hall a lot together yep. So like we didn't have it with all the sports But we did have softball and golf and tennis And so a lot of them So I would say that's where we got to know most of them
1: I, I don't think we've ever had a trend like this before So really? your, your <laughs> class just must be really close uh, I want to start by talking about your go- high school golf career Okay. Summertown High School Yes sir Four straight individual and team region titles. Mm-hmm. How how many state championships did you win?
2: I had three team in golf and one individual, <laughs> and then two in softball, so six. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, and as a team, you guys won the last two state championships by 70 strokes. It said.
2: Yes, I think that's right. How
1: how does that happen? How do you, like was it was everybody on your team a college golfer was your team just that much better?
2: Okay, so funny thing. I actually play with my cousins in high school. So um, I guess it was my sophomore year when we first won. Um, It was me, my older cousin, and my younger cousin. And then junior year was... Me, my older cousin, and two younger cousins. And then once the oldest one graduated my senior year, it was just three of us. So, so it was
1: all three scorecards, just Campbell, Campbell, Campbell?
2: Basically. We had um, we had quite a few people on the team, but it just happened our scores counted most of the time. So. You only
1: count three, right? Yes. So it, it, it's just insane to beat
2: the uh-huh. rest of the field by
1: 70 strokes, yes. not once, twice.
2: Yes. it's kinda...
1: And you won the 2018 individual championship, and you were a top two finisher the other two years yes
2: um the other two years my senior year i think i was top five so okay yes not bad not bad no i'll take it
1: (laughs) Uh, aside from high school golf you were the 2019 sneds junior golf tour player of the year girls Mm -hmm. age 16 to 18 you won five of seven tournaments that year
2: yes and that was which year was that uh
1: 2019
2: so my junior year yeah yeah Uh,
1: i mean What's going on down there, Kaylee? you have beaten everybody. A lot of
2: practice. Oh. <laughs> it runs in my family, so I can say that.
1: Uh, perfect. You lead into my next question. Your dad played golf at Martin Methodist. Yes,
2: sir, he did. So
1: how does how do you start playing golf? Obviously, your dad's a golfer. Your entire family plays because yes. all your cousins are on the team.
2: Um, so my dad got me into it basically when I could start swinging. Okay. Um, at that point, you know, golf takes it's more mental and so you have to have patience and at that stay I was like no I don't like this like I want to do softball basketball some fast sports um, and then up into middle school my dad and my grandpa got me into playing again and I'd go out and play on the weekends or during the week with my grandpa and I was like you know what I actually do like this a lot more so
1: you have two brothers as well, right? Yes. Did they all both play golf? They both play. They both play so um, is it just a whole family thing? It's
2: a family thing. It's funny. Our Thanksgivings now are at our home course, and we just do them out in the room with the kitchen and all that so we can play golf. <laughs>
1: what's the What's the biggest group of Campbells you've ever had playing golf at once? you guys ever have like a group of 10 um, out on the course and just rent out the whole course?
2: Well, we're not allowed to do that. So. <laughs>
1: I played a group of eight once in the yeah. rain on the course. They didn't have – nobody yeah. else was there.
2: It depends on the day. Sometimes they'll let us get five out there, so it just depends.
1: Who Who usually wins? These days You, your dad Your grandpa Your brothers
2: So my dad Doesn't play a whole lot anymore He'll play if we do Like a scramble Or something He's trying to teach me And my brother normally Uh, My grandpa He makes it tough on me And then my brother It's a toss up normally, a lot of times he will actually beat me, my younger brother. So
1: he just won a state championship, too. He right? did, it's crazy. How many? I mean, is your like is the <laughs> fireplace of your house just covered in state championship <laughs> trophies and rings?
2: It's crazy, we've been really blessed. So,
1: uh, you did one thing too that I feel like a lot of other golfers didn't do. You played uh, a lot of other sports, yes. I, I feel like that's just not a common thing, like
2: it's not, and I think I mean my work ethic. I think I get a lot from that playing other sports, having to balance school and everything. So
1: I think playing softball too probably helps like you strike out a lot. You yes. get out. So it helps mm, on the mental golf course. game. Yes. Yep. <laughs> uh so let's talk about softball. You were a 2018 Class A state champion in softball too. I was. And you were a runner up the next year.
2: Yes, and uh, then my senior year we end up winning. So Yes,
1: and you were the 2018 Middle Tennessee Miss Softball for Class yes. Class A. So
2: a lot of that probably had to do with my pitching.
1: You were a pitcher? Yes. Was that the only, did, did you play in the field? No, or? I played shortstop, okay. too.
2: Um, my sophomore year, or freshman year when we won, I pitched most every game that okay. year. And then um, my senior year, we had another pitcher, and she's actually pitching at MTSU now, okay. Claire Woods. And so she pitched a lot my senior year. We switched up, and then I played shortstop if I wasn't on
1: the mound. Were there ever any thoughts to playing college softball?
2: There was. Um, I will say, I love basketball. Okay. That, that and golf were tight for me, so I was more into playing basketball in college than softball.
1: So, right into the basketball questions, uh-huh. what was your basketball game like? What kind of player were you?
2: So, I was a guard. I'm okay. obviously not tall enough to be a post, but um, defense was probably my favorite part. You know, you could get in people's heads, get steals. Yeah. If you make a turnover on the offensive end, you got defense to back it up, so...
1: And you were an all-state basketball selection. You were a runner-up in the 2018. I mean, did you just like spent your entire high school career at <laughs> state championships?
2: Well, y- sort of. <laughs> it took a lot to get there. <laughs>
1: uh, you tore your ACL playing basketball, right?
2: Yes, that was Christmas in my junior year. So I would have to say that was one of the biggest things that made me choose golf for college.
1: So you mi- did? You miss softball that spring?
2: Yes, but it got canceled because of COVID, right. anyways. But so. then you
1: made it back for golf in the fall Jessica said
2: yes um, I played golf actually the summer following my knee surgery
1: how how many months out were you when you finally got back on the golf course
2: um so my surgery was in January and I would say I started playing golf in June and July so it was a little early I wasn't cleared for basketball at that point but golf he was like if you can do it go ahead were you out there in the big knee brace yes I wore a knee brace um I wore it I guess, in golf, and then I had to wear it in basketball and softball. I didn't have a choice for my parents, so.
1: So you played all those sports. At what point did you realize that golf was the future?
2: So basically my, um, my injury, um, my junior year, not many people know, but I had got to the point where I was leaning towards basketball in okay. college, and so I was kind of talking to my basketball coach. My parents don't really know this, but – I was like, you know, if there's schools that want to come watch me, like I'm open to that. And she was shocked cuz she'd always thought, you know, it's golf for you. And then when I tore my knee um at Christmas time, I was kind of like, you know, this is a sign I need to stick with golf. It's going to be easier on me cuz that's my second knee surgery, but
1: Yeah. No, two two of them will do it. Yep. All right. So, when did you decide you were coming to Austin Pete? You made the decision golf was a sport. When yes. was the decision to come to Austin Pete?
2: Um, I think it was I guess the senior – or the summer before my senior year. Okay. um, I had been talking to Coach before my knee surgery, and when that happened, I was kind of like, crap, I've got to figure this out. Are these schools going to still want to talk to me? And so I remember calling Coach up, and she was like, you know, I'm still there. I'm still interested in you. And so that really spoke to me, and that calmed me down, kind of with the decision and all that. And so – it was weird because of COVID. I didn't get a visit here, an official visit, right. none of that. And so I can't say that there was a time where I stepped on campus. So you
1: never visited before you came here?
2: No. Me and my parents drove up here, and we drove around campus, okay. but I didn't get a visit. And so it just kind of worked out. Coach is the only one that got to come watch me really play and talk to her and stuff. So
1: So Jessica played a big part in it. Yes, and she did. And now you play for her. What is she like as a coach?
2: I think she's very down to earth. Okay. I think that's the best way to describe her. Um, she definitely has our interests, our best interests mm-hmm. in mind. Um, she wants us to be open with her, talk to her about things. So
1: so your freshman season went pretty good. It did, he yeah. You played in all 11 <laughs> tournaments, OVC all-newcomer. You yeah. he helped Austin P win its first-ever conference championship, go to the first-ever NCAA regionals. Obviously, you had a lot of success in high school. I did. Did you expect to have that much success in college golf right away?
2: Well... No, yes, no. I mean, obviously you want that, right. but at the same time, it was still a shocker. When I think back, I'm like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what do you remember from that last round of the OBC Championship as you're watching Riley and Erica come yes. up last two, And Riley chips up and makes the <laughs> bar to save it, and then Erica makes part mm-hmm. of it. And you guys all like
2: – The emotions. You guys were all just as shocked as you were excited, yes. I think. We were because in our heads we was like, we don't know how this is going to end and we're watching the scores and stuff and I didn't play like I wanted to in my last two rounds and so it was just a bunch of emotions and then you see Riley's tee shot and she's got probably the hardest up and down chip to get and she gets it done and then Erica's coming in and so it was crazy it was tears laughing (laughs)
1: it was like the photo of like them just putting their hands on their faces. Yes. And they're, like, they're more shocked <laughs> than excited, I think. I know. Because you guys had led the first two days. Yes. And you guys got down on that. Mm-hmm. Start, and it,
2: it was like the last five holes or something. Yeah. It, so. was,
1: it was It was. a crazy finish. Uh, <clears throat> what's the thing about this team last year and then continuing this year? Why do you guys have so much success?
2: I think basically how close we are. Mm-hmm. And I think it helps because we've got eight players on the team. And so we're spending – most of our time with each other if we're not in class we're on the course together we're doing workouts we hang out outside of sports so I think that has a lot to do with it and then our coaches they're constantly out there making us work and get better so
1: it's I feel like it sometimes it's tough in an individual sport like because it's an individual sport yes play by yourself yes but like your practice rounds are with your teammates Mm -hmm. and all the other times you're with them and you see them but you're not you're not you can't help each other I know
2: um and then when you're playing rounds like You want a good individual round, but then in the back of your head, if you're not playing good, you're like, you got to make up this stroke for your team. Right, because
1: you never know if your score is the one that's going to count. Riley told me to ask you, too. We were talking about the team. Uh, She said that in workouts you would just lap everybody.
2: When we would do running? Yes. Yeah, I guess that goes for me playing basketball. I actually did cross country a year in high school.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What sports did you not play? Uh,
2: Well, I didn't play tennis. Okay. um, Could you? Uh, I'm not very good at tennis. <laughs> not right now, no. Um, but I ended up doing that because my softball coach was also the cross country. Right. So I was like, he needed an extra runner. so.
1: Uh, she also told me to ask you who was faster, you or Eric Scott?
2: Uh, of course she said that. I... <laughs> um, it just depended, like, we would just do laps, so, I mean, time-wise, I would say I could beat her, but she's actually training for a half marathon or something right okay. now, and that's this weekend, so I would have to say she could beat me in that.
1: So, if we're running, like, 100 meters, you got her beat?
2: Probably. But if we're going, like, two Distance, miles? Distance, I would definitely have to train. She's trained <laughs> a lot more for that than me. You,
1: you don't, What, do you don't think you get out there and run a half marathon with her?
2: I wouldn't want to. <laughs> uh,
1: if you had to play another sport in college right now, do you think you would get out on if you went to Austin softball practice, how would you do?
2: Uh, I would probably strike out my first couple times, okay. but I think I could get the hang of it. If I feel get, what if we give you a week? A week? Uh, I'd feel a little better. i feel more com- comfortable on the field doing stuff than hitting. So. We'll put you
1: out there on the mound. We'll get you out Ooh, there next scrimmage. Put me at
2: shortstop. Put I'll feel better. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: see, I can field some. You don't want to pitch any. Uh, all right, so now all the stuff your teammates told me.
2: Okay, I'm ready. Uh,
1: you're a deer hunter. I am, yes. Maggie said you got one last weekend. I did, she yes. She said you got a buck. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell so, us about that.
2: Well, that's the first weekend I went home since, I guess, September 15th or so, which is different for me because last year I went home as much as I could. Um, but, yeah, it was opening day of muzzleloader, and it was me and Dad. We went that morning, and it was crappy weather. It was yeah. rain and stuff, so we didn't see much, but we went that afternoon, and we're about to get ready to leave because it's starting to get darker and we can just see a little bit out. And just so happened, this buck comes out and we think it's going to get away because it's not in range or I don't have a good shot on it. And so my dad was able to call it up and I shot it. So,
1: is this something you've always done?
2: Yes, I probably, I think I killed my first deer when I was seven, six or seven, I'm not sure.
1: And now, mother loader, too. You got to. Put yes. the powder in. Put yes. the ball in. I let my dad in. do that. He
2: does, all the hard work. <laughs> he does the hard work for me. You but just pull the trigger on I just pull the trigger. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, is there anything else you hunt, or is it just deer?
2: Um, just deer, and then I do hunt turkey. So, in the spring, we'll go turkey hunting. So,
1: is this just something you, your dad, and your brothers have always done? Yes,
2: it's another family another thing. It's another family yep. thing.
1: All right, so if you had to take one of your teammates hunting, Ooh. who would be the best option?
2: Well, I want to say Maggie, because she's my best friend here, but she... <laughs> She's been hunting with her boyfriend, and she can't be quiet, honey. She cannot so, be quiet. Sh- no. Maggie likes to talk. Yes. Um, which is why we get along, because I don't <laughs> talk much, and she, she does. She it so. all for you, right? <laughs> um, I feel like I would enjoy bringing her just to be fun. I know Peyton's hunted before. Shelby yep, has. Yeah, Peyton said last week that, I heard that he
1: took her to get one. Yep.
2: Yes, Shelby has. So I'd be fine with any of them. I think it'd be fun, any of them going.
1: Who would be the worst option to take honey? Hmm. Who couldn't handle being out there in a bad, cold, rainy day like last week? <laughs> uh,
2: I want to say Deadman. Yep. Maybe. Her, or Erica. I don't know which one.
1: deadman has got the, she's a Florida. She's a Florida. Yeah, she it's a little handle. different yeah, for her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Maggie also called you a grandma when I asked her about you. Uh, yeah. She said you go to bed at 830, wake <laughs> up early and drink coffee. do you have any comments about that or Uh, is she just correct no
2: she's correct i do (laughs) go to bed pretty early i drink coffee every morning
1: (laughs) how do you drink your coffee in the morning
2: uh just a little bit of creamer just a little bit yeah
1: okay uh she also said that there's a kind of steak seasoning that you put on everything
2: oh my gosh what what kind of is it so we have a basically a steakhouse back home it's called schaefer's and it's the only one around and so they have their just original steak seasoning and i brought it back with me and so yeah
1: she said you put on spaghetti once and she
2: uh, okay so spaghetti is not my favorite thing maggie likes it so i let her make it and so i have to put my seasoning (laughs) on it to be able to eat it
1: do you guys cook a lot for each other
2: uh we normally split cooking so we'll split groceries and then we'll make a couple meals together so
1: you just gotta add you just gotta add your seasoning yeah i know uh several other sources on the team also said you were a picky eater
2: I am. Me and Maggie, we're picky. They, so.
1: Deadman said, and I quote, she doesn't like green foods.
2: <laughs> I like green peas and that's all. <laughs> peas?
1: That's your vegetable? That's my that, vegetable. You only have to have one.
2: Vegetable, yep, and corn. I like corn. If so. you're, I
1: mean, you don't have to like them all. Nope. Nobody likes everything. No. Yeah, no. Uh, Riley also said that they made fun of you for putting ketchup on steak once.
2: Yeah, Deadman does that also, so I'm not the only one. So you're throwing her under one. the bus, too. I'm not the only one, but when I did it the first time, our first tournament my freshman year, they all looked at me like I was crazy, and I was like, I've always done this. Patrick <laughs> Holmes does it.
1: If you like it, you like it. Yeah. I mean, we're not going to so. shame anyone. I know. If you, if you like it like that, go for <laughs> it. Uh, everyone also mentioned that you're very close with your family, which I can tell from everything else yes. you've said. Uh, Jessica also said you have a very cute niece and nephew.
2: Uh, I have two nieces, so yes, correct, and I have one on the way. Okay. We don't know what it's going to be, so Um, I am very close to my family. Uh, Last year, I went home as much as possible, and I've just grown up around them, obviously playing golf with them, hunting all the time, so very family-oriented.
1: Does Your family is at every golf tournament. Yes, they they try to be. You bring a very big gallery. Does that help (laughs) when you're out there?
2: Um. It helps with nerves, especially if I'm having a bad hole or something. I got my dad I can look at, or my mom's there. she brings snacks all the time, so refueling me, so
1: who is normally in the gallery because I know I'm out there walking, and there's yeah. at least five, six people uh, every time It say. really
2: depends how close I am. My grandparents can't get out as much anymore, right. so most of the time it's always mom and dad. My little brother's still in high school, so it depends so he gets on his drug schedule, along. yeah um. My grandpa got to come to regionals because mm-hmm. they were so close to home for me. But they'll all be there if they can.
1: Is that how it's been, your just whole golf yes, career? Yes, it has. So it just makes it you just feel a little normal. When yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone else also said that when you're done playing golf and you're done with school, you want to do something to help other people, whether it be nursing school, uh-huh. PA school, or something in the medical I've been field. i
2: very indecisive. but well, yes. you changed your ranger three times. Yes. But. I want to do It's always been medical field. Okay. Um, Right now, kinesiology is my major, and so I'm hoping to get into an accelerated nursing program for that.
1: My next question was, what's your major? So you're reading my mind here. Yeah,
2: that's it. I'm hoping to do that after these four years, and hopefully that'll be closer at home so I can kind of be there more.
1: So kinesiology, accelerated nursing program. Uh My next question was, what is your plan if you have one, but it seems like you already do? Just
2: nursing somewhere close to home. What did you
1: start with? What was uh, your first major? Well,
2: my first major was actually pre-vet. Okay. (laughs) Um, so it was animals first. Yes. And specifically large animals because I am around farms and stuff right. at home. So I've kind of been around that my whole life. And then it changed to biochemistry because I was going to do PA school and I found out chemistry is not my strong suit. And so you just came from chemistry lab yes. today. Yes. <laughs> still have to do I'm it. trying to get through that. Yeah. <laughs> All
1: right. So I have one last question before I rapid fire questions. H- Why Austin P?
2: Um, I kind of talked about that earlier I didn't get a visit So it was kind of weird It wasn't usual Um, Like I said Coach stuck with me After my knee surgery So I would say She had a lot to do With me coming here
1: Awesome Are you ready For the rapid fire question? I am, yes What is your favorite word Or saying?
2: Um, Saying I Philippians 4.13 If you know me I write it on my wrist Before every game tournament So that's it
1: There you go What's the last book You read for fun?
2: Ooh.
1: or just book you read
2: book for fun i was about to say i have a lot of Any school book? books What's the last book you read? <laughs> um the rescue nicholas sparks book
1: okay what is your worst habit
2: mm, probably okay so if my parents hear this they're not gonna like it but i drive my car till i got about 15 miles till empty and then get gas i hate getting gas <laughs>
1: See, I know exactly how far it is from my house to work. Yes. And I mine will tell me exactly uh-huh. how many miles I got. So <laughs> if, I know, if I have more than seven, I can make yep. it. Uh Do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes? Yes. Easy? Easy. Easy. Uh, what is one rule in any sport you would like to change or add?
2: Hmm. Golf side of things, it would probably be in high school for a district and region, you can only let three players play for your team. Mm-hmm. But – every year i was in high school we'd have individuals that could beat the ones that make it to region or state and they just can't play because they're not on the first three so i think it's kind of unfair
1: yeah uh what app on your phone gets the most use Mm
2: -hmm. i would have to say snapchat just for that's how we communicate with the team and stuff when we're doing things so
1: what's the last gift you gave somebody
2: um, My best friend. She just had a birthday in October, so I mailed her her gift to school.
1: Okay. So. Uh, who would you cast to play you in a movie about yourself?
2: Uh, I'm not good with actresses and stuff. Um, a lot
1: of people have picked their teammates.
2: See, I was going to say my best friend. She knows me the best. She knows how to act in a situation. Yep. So,
1: yeah. Uh, All right. What is the most embarrassing song you love?
2: Um probably stuck like glue by sugarland a Great song. <laughs> i love it but some people don't
1: great song uh if you could go to any concert who would it be
2: um a band would be probably elevation worship or a singer cody johnson i like his songs cody johnson Country. somebody who
1: was on here recently went to a cody johnson concert i can't remember who it uh, was
2: probably kylie i think i've seen her post yes, something about it that is yep. who it was, it, <laughs> yep. uh,
1: what is the one place in the world you want to visit the most
2: I don't have a particular place, but I'm a big Hallmark movie watcher okay. at Christmas time, so if I could visit all those towns that they're set in, that would be great. All the fake little yes, towns. Yes, all like the fake little towns. <laughs> my mom watches
1: those movies all the time, I so love I've them. seen my fair share of them.
2: That's why I'm a grandma. yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? Can me be any three people ever.
2: Uh, I listened to Payne yesterday, and I feel like he did Golfers. but He did do Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. Honestly, if I could do four, I would take my parents and my brothers because anytime I can eat with them, I miss them like crazy. So
1: That's one of the best answers we've had yeah. on this. Who, four people, that's what you yeah. get. <laughs> Who or what inspires you?
2: My parents, 100%. Just all the hours they've spent, like taking me places, how they've raised my brother, like that's how I want to be someday. So,
1: What advice would you give to your younger self?
2: <sighs> well, let me see. My mom is a big picture taker, and as much as I hate it when she runs up to me and she's like, smile, I would say take more pictures. When you're in high school, like, that's what you want to look back at and see. So,
1: My dad was a photographer, so. Okay, uh, so yeah. you have a lot of pictures. A lot of pictures, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of pictures. My
2: mom um, thinks she's a photographer, but.
1: As long as she's trying. Yeah. As long as you're trying. Uh, all right, last, uh, last question comes from last week's guest. Okay. Payne Elkins wants to know, what is the best food you cook? <laughs>
2: Okay, I'm not really a cook. My mom's done that my whole life, so I would have to say she's the best cook ever. But I make pretty good chicken fried rice with yum-yum sauce. Okay. I love that, so I make it a lot. <laughs>
1: there you go. Now you get to ask a question to next week's guest. What do you want to ask on next week's episode?
2: Hmm. Let's see. I feel like an easy one is, like, your favorite childhood memory.
1: Favorite childhood memory? Mm-hmm. All right. Kaylee, appreciate you taking the time to be on the podcast. Enjoy the weekend. Good yeah. luck this spring. And uh we'll wrap right back with the weekend. Well
2: thank you for having me. High feet again, high feet again, there you go, making me feel like a kid.
0: Won't you do it and do it one time? There you go, pulling me right back in, right back in, right back in and I know.
1: Another big thank you to Kayla Campbell, the Austin Women's Golf Team, for stopping by and talking to us on the PCAST. Alex? Yes, sir. College football playoff rankings are, are back in full force. Yeah, they are. And they're incorrect.
0: No, uh, no, they're really not that bad.
1: Uh, TCU should not have jumped Tennessee, and here's why. Last week, in the first college football playoff rankings, TCU was undefeated, correct? Correct. Alabama was 8-1. Correct. 8-1 Alabama was ahead of undefeated TCU, with Alabama's one loss being to Tennessee, who was number one. Mm-hmm. Two weeks or a week later, TCU is still undefeated. Tennessee now has one loss to the team that is ranked one, number one, yeah. and TCU is ahead of them. Kay. How does that make sense? The team that Tennessee beat that had one loss that was ahead of TCU should not have allowed TCU to jump Tennessee because they were behind Alabama the week before. Okay.
0: Does that make sense? It makes sense. You also have to remember that that would include logic. And that's not really something that these, uh, the college football playoff committee is very good at. Anyways, I would still put TCU at four, though. Like, I think TCU, I still think they're going to end up losing a game. Like, I don't know if it's going to be.
1: Everybody's inside. quarterback can't get hurt against TCU, can they? It,
0: they really can't. Are they using some voodoo magic? They've got to the... be at this point. How is TCU undefeated? I have no idea. But, like, TCU is going to drop one. Like, they're not going to go perfect. they got um, the Big 12 as a championship now. Yeah. So, they have to play in that. Because it would be – so, they, they played Texas this week. They'd have two more. Yeah. Um, I have, who would they play in the championship? I don't know the divisions of the Big 12. I don't even. Uh, I don't either. But, still, I don't think TCU – like, TCU can sit at four all they want. I don't know if they can but, get past Texas this week. I, I, Quinn Ewer's back. I don't really care. I think they're going to stay – I don't think they're going to steamroll Texas, but I think they're going to win by. Be in with yours. I'm not scared of them. TCU, TCU will win, but then they'll lose in a couple weeks, and then Tennessee's going to get in. And this ten-
1: one's for T. Wise, hook them.
0: No, sir, boomer,
1: hook them. Uh, uh, any other, see, uh,
0: any what, what, other what? thoughts on the college football playoff, though?
1: Like, do you Michigan and Ohio State cannot both get in? Correct. I, I don't think whichever one loses is out. <laughs> if that team then goes and loses in the Big Ten championship. Right. If it's Michigan, if Michigan beats Ohio State and then loses in the Big Ten championship, I'm not sure Michigan gets in. Okay. If Ohio State beats Michigan, and then loses in the Big Ten championship. I think Ohio State sneaks in at the four. Okay. I think Ohio people like
0: people, pr- people would put Ohio State in before they put Michigan in. I'd agree. I mean, I think, I think Ohio State's going to make it. I think it's Georgia and Ohio State a- as of right well, I now. I think Ohio like State locks. will steamroll Michigan after last year's beatdown. Probably. Um, Michigan
1: embarrassed them. Yeah, they did. They. Embarrassed for Ohio the first State. time in a very long time. And I think Ohio State will, I mean, just roll in that one. And get nobody in that other Big Ten
0: division yeah. can keep up with those two. No. And then, I mean, but at three and four, I think it's a mix of Tennessee, TCU, Oregon, and USC. I think those are the other.
1: LSU can get in if they win the SEC. Yeah,
0: I just maybe think they're going to. Maybe. Like, I don't think I don't LSU think is be can beat think. Be, listen, they're,
1: they got stomped by Tennessee. Yeah. How do they beat Georgia? They can't. They're not going. They no. can't. If they do though it cause a lot of problems. I also don't understand how you could put the Oregon loss up there with Tennessee's because Oregon got beat by Georgia by 46 on a neutral field mm-hmm.
0: Tennessee lost by 17 in Athens yeah but how much how important do you think it is that like yes it was a neutral and yes they got absolutely mollywopped, but it was week one everybody's trying to tell me that that makes it better it shouldn't I think it does a week
1: like, one loss should not hurt less than a week ten loss it's just it's not this it shouldn't. Yeah, but I think it does. It, to the same team, you had an easier place to play. Mm-hmm. You played to the same team, and you lost by 46. The other team went to that team's home stadium and lost by 17 Yeah, or whatever it was. I, They're I, not the, I, I they see are what are They are not the same. They are not the same. But the week one, the argument that losing early is good for you mm-hmm. in the terms of the college football playoff is insane. It should not matter whether you lose week one or – Week fourteen. If you're eleven and one and eleven and one, but you have the same loss to a common opponent, one loss is better than the other. Yeah, Tennessee has the best loss in the country. That is true. They they are the best one loss team in the country. They have the best loss. Like if you're ranking who, okay, which loss is the best one to have on your resume? The loss to Georgia in Athens. Mm -hmm. Probably that one. It is pretty good. Uh, That's why I don't think Oregon can get in. LSU can't jump Tennessee unless they win the SEC, and then still I don't know because. Just don't know. Send them to the Sugar Bowl and call it a day. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. Uh, uh, Bama's it, out though.
0: Oh, Bama, Bama, Bama cannot Bama's big come out. back, uh, which is
1: pretty. Cool. USC, USC's in it, but you. Can U- they U- be U- UCLA?
0: I think so. I, I have no idea. I just I've watched a couple of uh, of their games this year. They, they've been fun to watch. They're um, getting the same argument as Oregon. Well, they lost
1: early. True. To a good Utah, and it doesn't matter if you lost early. You lost. Yes, that is true. Losing is losing, whether you lose week one or week nine, it doesn't matter. Okay, that's that's all I got on that. Anyways, on to your Yellowstone. Yellowstone's back this week. Two hour season premiere. <laughs>
0: Woo! Haven't started it yet.
1: Yeah, no. Big fired up. Big fired up about Yellowstone coming back this weekend. Uh Gonna be a good good Sunday night
0: back at the crib. There you go. Gonna <laughs> get you, Max, and cold. Is everybody just binging uh, Yellowstone?
1: Uh We don't have to binge it. Cause uh, so we just have to watch the new two hours. We're, uh, we'll. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice. Okay. Get the fire rolling. There you go. Make some chili. Ooh, I might make chili. <laughs> it's
2: Could gonna
1: it be right? cold.
0: Yeah, it's supposed to be in the forties like all next week. Or somewhere around there. But yeah. I should go buy chili ingredients tonight, probably. You should. I might
1: have everything. I don't have the tomatoes. That's the only thing I don't think I have. Gotta get the tomatoes. I probably need to get beans. I definitely need to get beans. I might do that. Good for us. We deserve
0: this. Yeah. We need Fritos, Fritos, and Be. oyster
1: crackers. Oyster, oyster
0: crackers. That's my dad them.
1: You make me sick. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, also, Yellowstone 1923 is is back very soon. What's that? It's the or not back. It's it's so the Yellowstone first spinoff was 1883. Mm-hmm. The next one is 1923. Uh, they're basically doing the Yellowstone origin story. So they okay. started the first one. It was 10 episodes. Now they're jumping ahead 40ish years. Okay. And uh, into the, the obviously the year of 1923 is the uh, wow is the premise. Glad we were able to piece that one together. All right, right. Two Austin P. Football,
0: Two Austin P. Football
1: uh, on the road again, big second one. of three on the road. Yep. big one. Need it? You have
0: to have it. Yeah, to have a chance at the AQ. I mean, we've been saying it for weeks, but I mean, it, it's a playoff. It's a playoff, a playoff game. game. It's a playoff game. It um, is a playoff game against a good. Ken- I mean, I know Kennesaw State like record-wise. No, they're hot. They're hot. Three they're in a row. Just coming off the win again at UT Martin. Yeah, win so.
1: over-ranked UT Martin. Hate to see that. Uh, but they're hot. They are. Xavier Shepard, that quarterback they have, that was the A-Sun preseason offensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know how he got benched earlier in the season? Not so much anymore. A-Sun offensive player of the week last week. Okay. They're they're looking good. They run that triple option. I love that triple option.
0: Um, got to stop the run. That's yeah. literally yeah, all yeah, you're going to say. He's the victory. Stop <laughs> the running. against a team that doesn't throw the ball. Yeah. But, I mean, the thing is, is that, like, what makes Kennesaw State so weird with their triple option is, like, they will still pass the ball more than, like, an Army Navy. Xavier or Shepard
1: leads the country in yards per completion. <laughs>
0: and he did the same last year. I mean, he had, like, what? I mean, he had – like, close to 16. Eight? He had, like, 18 passing touchdowns last year
1: or, like, something like oh, that. Oh, no, he's thrown close to 10 already. Yeah. Maybe, maybe seven or eight, but I think it's closer to 10. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, it's – you know, they're going to run the ball 50-ish plus times, uh, but whenever they do pass it, both of their wide receivers streaks. That's all it's going to Yeah, it's throw it deep when you throw it. Uh, yeah. Good news for the Govs, they got some reinforcements at
1: linebacker that will be very helpful this weekend. Sam Correct. Howard and Connor Murphy both played last game. It's the second straight game, both of them have played. Uh, so, as good as Josh Rudolph and Antoine Williams are, and as good as those two are at tackling and going sideline to sideline, having guys like Sam Howard and Connor Murphy as your, as your, we'll call them twos, but. Mm-hmm. Those are our twos. We've got the best twos at linebacker in the FCS. Easily. Those two, those two are nice to have. Uh, Jose knifley has been playing well as an ex- another option there at that bandit spot. <coughs> yeah. Corey Chapman leads our DBs and tackles. He's been playing great at Spur and Cam Ruffin's spot. And uh, I, I think we need to see Shamari Simmons come up and stop the run, which he's shown he can do. Right. And I think another, another good run stopper we could have, Ethan Castleberry's a big safety. Yeah. VMI listed him as a linebacker in a three-four. Mm-hmm. It's like he can obviously stop the run and do a little pass
0: rush. And yeah, I, th- I think, I, I think he'd be an important important player in this situation against this game. Yeah, and I mean, you know, looking at this because you know I've watched hundreds of triple option games between Tech and Army, and it's like what a lot of teams will do defensively is like, you know, we have you know our three down linemen, which are going to be very important too, because you know one of them has to take the B back, so like their fullback. Um, and then you've got to have your ends, your outside linebackers, your bandits, Spurs, whatever, on the outside ready to either take the quarterback or the pitch man. Do you use the safeties, just sell them out for the option and leave your corners on an island? Yes. You've got to leave the corners on an island. I and you, I have feel bring, very you have to bring you comfortable com- leaving D Ford on an island. Yeah. Definitely fair. Um, see, one thing that I've seen, which has been really weird, in uh, Georgia used to always do it against Tech, is they would have their linemen, they would have their linebacker, they would have their safeties. Far deep, prob- probably close to twenty-five yards behind the line of scrimmage, or maybe closer to twenty. And then you had like a, what they, what Georgia called like a rover, which was essentially your fastest linebacker, and he would be between. So basically, Corey Chapman playing the spur. Yeah, pretty much. But except since he's not, he's not on the line of scrimmage. He's between the linebackers and uh, safeties. He just kind of moves. Yeah. Um, so I'll be interested to see if we do something like that. I mean, it, it's going to be fun. Um, you know, we we did really well against the triple option against Furman in 2019. Understand that was 2019, but... I had to good to corners
1: that year, too, and they have to be able to, exactly. to be out there and stop the pass on their own because they're not going to get any help. No, because you're not
0: getting safety help. You're not, you know... you have to. You're, everybody else has to commit to the run. Yeah. So, uh, it's you versus the guy in front of you. So, it'll be fun. You have a prediction for the game. I think it's a close one. I mean, especially
1: on the road. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Govs in like a... Uh,
0: Thirty-eight to thirty-ish win. Okay. I have. I'm gonna say it's gonna be Austin P. I think it's gonna be twenty-eight to twenty-one in overtime. I think I think we're gonna get an overtime game in here. We haven't had one all season, and we're gonna take care of it in the first overtime. <laughs> you you are wishing for bad things for my heart. I don't do well in overtime games. <laughs> so I've heard. Um, I will be very stressed out <laughs> for an overtime, and I don't I don't appreciate you saying that. I expect a lot of text messages. As soon as we hit doubles, or triple zeros.
1: The only text you're getting is, <laughs> where are you? I'm coming to kill you. Because you did this. This is your <laughs> fault
0: now. I'm in Ch- I I did call an overtime game in the press box against Jacksonville State, and we didn't get it because I thought Cody was going to kill me as soon as I said that. If but, I would have heard it, I would have hit you. Yeah, I bet. But, God, no, 28-21 so in ma- overtime. I'm so mad at you right now. I can't believe you would
1: do that to the to – why would you do that? Sorry. All right. Back to two men's basketball. Okay. We already talked about Purdue a little bit. Uh, they were a sweet 16 team last year. They lost to St. Mary's who got hot.
0: That was the most fun I've ever had in March Madness was watching St. Mary's. Got to watch it out for
1: St. Mary's. Uh, picked fifth in the Big Ten preseason poll. Yep. Uh, hard to think of a team we've played that's better than
0: Purdue recently. I really can't think of one. NC yeah, um, State like, team is pretty good. They were. Um, but, I mean, that was an NC State team that was still picked middle of the pack in the ACC, which is still – the ACC is very good, good. conference. Yeah, but, I mean, you look at the Big Ten, also very good when it comes to basketball. Yeah, not too bad. Um, I mean, you know, I understand that, you know, it's kind of – Purdue is one of the best teams, but, you know, what did you learn from NC State that you can use to help you against Purdue? Pull off an upset because, I mean – Everyone else in the ASUN's doing it. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, we've seen Bellarmine. we've seen Florida Gulf Coast, we've seen everybody. So, hey, it's our turn. May as well.
1: Uh, home opener on Monday, yep. 7 o'clock, right here in the Winfield Dunn Center against Milligan. Milligan, right from my hometown. Okay. I don't know what city they list Milligan from. Uh, I think they say Elizabethan, but it's. Is that Elizabethtown?
0: Or no. Is, is it actually called Elizabethan? Elizabethan. Era. I hate that. Elizabethan. I hate that so much. What do you think it's supposed to be? It
1: sounds like you're trying to say Elizabethtown. That's how it's... I oh know. It's spelled E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H-T-O-N. Elizabethan.
0: Okay. There's Sorry. There's no town. It's Elizabethan. Okay. Home of Jason Witt. I've actually been to the high school there then. Gross. Um. So... My dad and I went on a hunting trip when I was a kid. In Carter County. Yep. And um, we were, you know, talking with the tour guides and stuff like that. And they were like, yeah, Jason Whitten was here. He comes to his high school like every year and hands out. Yeah, because his Christmas grandfather pr- was the coach and his dentist brother was the coach. Okay. Well, there we go. Anyways, funny
1: connection there. But oh, that place is gross. That's, I mean, Elizabethan's, like, uh, the, the school's technically
0: Elizabethan, but it's like eight minutes from my house in Johnson City. So mm-hmm.
1: it's basically Johnson City. Okay.
0: Ugh, Anyways, on to Milligan. Uh, beat him by 43 last time we played him. That um, right. That's, you know, like I talked about with Purdue, you know, you want to take w- what you learned against NC State and against Purdue against a team that, you know, you should beat. Um, and, yeah.
1: I want to see the guys you n- know can play, play well. I do too. I want to see Elijah Hutton's effort have big games, Elijah Perkins, Sean Gordon. I want to see Drew Calderon shoot. Yeah, Honestly, Carlos Paez just run the run the floor. hmm And uh, that's what we need to see. That we do. Women's team. Uh Chattanooga.
0: Going to Chattanooga on Saturday, down in uh, McKenzie Arena.
1: Yes. Last time we went there was a fifty to forty nine gross excuse of a basketball game. Mm-hmm.
0: I it remember keeping up with that one. It
1: was just <coughs> a rock fight. It was yeah. so bad. I Arielle mean, Gonzalez-Varner had, like, five steals. I have a photo of her break – like I was, like, the best offensive play was the a breakaway layup
0: by her. It was so mm-hmm. bad. I mean, oh. I remember keeping up with that one on live stats and being like, oh, my gosh, somebody score. But, uh, no, the last two games against Chattanooga have come down to one point. Didn't they hit a buzzer beater here against us last year? Yeah. No, it was two years ago now. Okay. But it was here. But it was here. It was, it was <laughs> a beater. <laughs> Again, I was sitting right there. It was awful. But um, that is it, that is the only – It is the second time in program history that we have had uh, two games decided by one point in back-to-back matchups, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The last time that that happened was in the late 80s against Eastern Kentucky. Um, So, you know, you know that Chattanooga is going to play hard. We've matched up against them really well. Um, As a team, they have a new head coach. Their head coach now is from Virginia Tech. He's in his first season, first season as a head coach, too. Uh, it's the 41st meeting all time between these two teams. Like we said, they've split the last two. You know, the Cumberland one was fun. You know, we got to help hold them to under 40. You're not going to do that. You're not going to do that. Like, Unless you, you go 50 to 49 again. Yeah. I, I, I don't see that happening. But, um, you know, UTC was 7-23 and 23 last year. But they brought back their leading score, who averaged 13.2 points and 8.9 rebounds per game. They picked up some big transfers in the transfer portal this year. I, th- I want to say they have six or seven incoming transfers. One of them was from Stetson, who was a second team All-A Sun selection last year. So they're going to come out here and they're going to try to put up, you know, buckets early. They're just coming off a loss against Belmont too, lost in the last seconds in that one, so yeah. And then after Chattanooga, we're going to stay on the road and play Vanderbilt. Not really on the road. Not really on the road, but just, you know, down the hall a little bit. But, Memorial Gymnasium. Yep, 6 p.m. next Thursday. You ever sat below the court? No, I've never been to Memorial Gymnasium. Uh, it is, speaking of gross excuses for basketball, mm-hmm. places, bleh, bleh. Yeah. Great for photos. I bet. Great I, I, for photos. I did, because I know the men went to Vanderbilt last year. We got some of, our, some of the best photos last year. Yeah, that came I, from I went there and shot when Terry was still here. Okay. No, Vanderbilt's great for photos. Uh, not great for anybody else. Yeah, but no, so the Commodores are one of two Power 5 teams we're going to face this year. Also go to Duke on December 8th. You know, it's been a while. But so we are three. So we have three wins all time against the SEC. Two of those have come against Vanderbilt. Um, The last time we beat one, against like Georgia. Yeah. So it was Georgia in, I think it was those early 2000s teams. Something like that. Um, And then, so we, you know, whenever our Aussie women's basketball was reborn in the late 70s, we would play Vanderbilt like every year, which is how we picked up two of those wins. Uh, last time we beat him was like 78, 79, something like that. But sounds like a great time to beat him again.
1: I am always for beating
0: Vanderbilt. Me too. That's so. all I got on the women's basketball front. that all it's happening this week? I think it is. Cross-country regionals this week? I didn't see it on the schedule. I know that I believe we're sending one guy to that. I think it's Connor. Yeah. Um, so that would be... You know Connor Duncan, who led us in every cross country, or led the men in every cross country race this year, won the last race of the regular season. Right, um, won that, and I believe that regionals are at Johns Hunt Park. Yeah, exact same place. Uh, it is.
1: Yep. Tomorrow, NCA South Regionals for cross country. Okay. So Connor Duncan's gonna go back to Huntsville and run for like the fourth time this year there. Yeah. He set his PR there in the regular season. I don't know if he got that in the conference championship. Mm-hmm. but uh, South regionals and I forget what the number is you have to hit to qualify but all he has to do is be in a certain the top insert number okay. to qualify and go to nationals in Stillwater Oklahoma it is a tough field mm-hmm. you can ask my brother I don't think he ever qualified for cross-country nationals okay you're gonna. I mean you are facing everybody yeah. in the south regional I don't I, no track and field is or two two regions to east and west. Mm-hmm. Cross country seems to be more since there's a south regional. Okay. But uh so the number it might be a it might be a little bit smaller of a number, but Yeah. Still. Good luck to Connor. Good luck to Connor. Best of luck to Connor. Absolutely. Um I
0: do believe that's it for Austin P now.
1: That that is it. Katie Etheridge, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Shardy Husband and Trey Price. They've got all the community service opportunities for you to do an athlete. Uh, it's it's the giving season. It's it Thanksgiving time, even though we're we're playing Christmas music. Uh so get out there. Do some good things. Go support each other. Get all those Go's Cup points. And uh, in the meantime, Alex, how do people follow us on
0: social media? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Go P. Or on Facebook at Austin P. Governors. And shout out to Robin, Maddie, Ethan, uh, Carter, Robert. Robert. Uh, You know, it's been a busy time with all these uh, home games going on. And And all the road games. And all the road games. Because, yeah, you talk about, like, football on the road and a few others. So, yeah, shout out to them.
1: Let's go. Be our for dates, news, stories, and information. Cody Bush, Nick Bush Alex Howard, Chris Austin, and myself. That's where you can get all the information about everything that's happening, happening around here.
0: Alex, yes, sir.
1: It's basketball season.
0: It is basketball season.
1: What do you need to watch the Govs and the Don?
0: Probably glasses if you need those.
1: Mm-hmm. Try again.
0: Um, maybe a ticket. Tickets.
1: Johnny Mitchell, the ticket guru, has got all the information you can use to get in the game. Uh, basketball season tickets and regular season tickets are on sale now there are going to be black friday deals on yeah. those tickets uh so eyes emoji eyes emoji eyes emoji on black friday basketball ticket deals coming soon. in the meantime alice tell us about all the other basketball ticket options
0: so we have season tickets we have courtside general admission uh, weekend package which includes six men's games five women's games and one double header that's just 65 dollars Uh, we've also got the vip total gov package which is big we've been talking about it every week on this podcast that includes a season ticket food and beverage to all men's basketball women's basketball and baseball games this year um also you know you'll want to get those season ticket packages because you know we have the vip hoops experience coming out soon um that kicks off with the men's game against milligan so you know you'll be up in the third section we'll have food drinks snacks snacks. beer,
1: water soda
0: everything you could ever want
1: yeah and uh, it's the best experience. So you can get that for baseball too with the yep. VIP package, right? Fired up. Yep. I might buy one just for
0: funsies. I still think you should. You said it last week, but we'll think about it. Be about it.
1: Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, directly on the website, let's go p dot com backslash podcast. Uh, that's where you can also find new episodes of More Than a Game with John V A Bugs. Last week she talked about the awesome P Unity Walk. She shared the story she shared at the Unity Walk. Uh, Good things. Good things she's doing on that podcast. Go listen to her and give her a five star rating, just like you're going to give the PCast. out. how many stars again? Five stars. Five stars. Want to suggest a guest to listen over to a local on campus event? We should shout out. Uh, request your favorite Christmas song because I guess we're doing that now. Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig19 He's Alex out underscore APSU. Shout out Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bucky Jenkins. Shout out to Alani Energy Drinks. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. You know Dasher and Dancer
2: and Prancer and Vixen. Comet and Cupid and Donner and Blitzen But do you recall
1: The most famous reindeer of all
0: Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer
2: Had a very shiny nose And if you ever saw it You would even say it glowed
1: All of the other
0: call him names they never let